hello and welcome to the hollywood dream podcast the podcast where we talk to film and tv professionals about their journey in hollywood and their own hollywood dreams whatever those dreams might be to them and in today's episode i'm talking to valentina caniglia valentina is an award-winning cinematographer she has worked on film and tv she has worked with ava duvernay spike lee jodie foster just to name a few and she's joining me all the way from the west coast my name is Johnny. I am a writer and a filmmaker living in New York City. And just FYI, I filmed this uh, podcast from my studio apartment here in New York. So you might hear a siren or two. Uh, I try my best to block out the noise and clear the background noises, but somehow, some way, those sirens find their way into an episode or two. So I apologize in advance if you hear uh, a siren. If you're not familiar with a cinematographer, the cinematographer or director of photography is the person responsible for the overall look and feel of a movie, TV show, music video, commercial, etc. They work with the director to bring the director's vision of whatever project they're working on to life in the big screen or the small screen. In simpler terms, they work the camera and record the movie, but there's a lot more involved than just pressing the record button. A few facts about cinematography. Back in the early life of film, back in the 1800s, the 1900s, when film was first invented, a cinematographer was also the director of a film because they were the person who physically worked the camera. But as filmmaking evolved, the position had to be separated and the new position for camera operator was born. The role of a cinematographer is a male-dominated role and according to reports, only 7% of the top 250 films of 2022 were women. That's only 17 women who worked as a cinematographer in a major film last year. And in the 95 years of the Academy Awards, only three women have been nominated for Best Cinematography. Mandy Walker for Elvis, Rachel Morrison for Mudbound, and Ari Wagner for The Power of the Dog. Unfortunately, no woman has ever won just yet, but there are a lot of women who are slowly breaking in and creating great work worthy of recognition, and I have the honor of speaking with one of those women today. So, How are yeah. you? I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, I'm enjoying like a little bit of the sound that is coming out. So it's really good. I really love it. So <laughs> are you? Are you in California? I thought you lived in New York when I no. First I lived in New York for twenty years, and then uh -huh. I moved to LA like literally five months ago. Just when the oh really when the, yeah, just when the rain started. You know, like I brought the uh, rain here. So <laughs> so how do you yeah. like it there now? I love it. I have to say, I like the weather. If when it's good, and uh, I really like the people as well. And I do think that it's much more open to like yeah. you know the the women filmmaker. There is a there is really? a lot of there are a lot of community uh, where you know there is a lot of support for women so filmmaker. That's good. Which you know it's uh, kind of like hard to have. So mm -hmm. that's good. Are you part of any uh, clubs or memberships over there? Yeah, I'm part of like, you know, Women in Film, uh, ABD, Women Alliance of Directors as well. And also like, you know, of course, I'm a local 600 DP, cinematographer. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to join more and more. And I have to say, yeah. they do a lot of like initiatives. So it's good that after 20 years in New York, I think LA, it's the place to be for me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, yeah. And there's so much more work over there than here. I mean, things are picking up here and there's a lot filming here, but 
I know. The home Where are you? for films and everything. I'm in New Where York. Where are you? Ah, in New York. You know, New York has yeah. been really good to me. I have to say, like now with the tax credit, uh, you know, I've been like pretty much, you know, doing pretty good there for 20 years. I I was there. I didn't want to move. I said, yeah. I, I remember I was coming here for work and everybody was saying, yeah, you should move, you should move. I never thought about it. And I don't know, <laughs> like after, yeah, it's funny because after like, you know, I got, you know, like obviously a UTA agent, I decided to actually mm. move, you know, like in LA, I say, okay, well now it's the time to <laughs> to do it. Yeah. But I, I still love New York. I still love, you know, yeah. the concept. Yeah, of course. The walking around, it's unbelievable. So, yeah. I know. Um, um, so you've been a cinematographer for more, uh, has it been 20 years or did it, were you doing no, something else been, before uh, that? No, it's been 16 years because I was, uh, I came in New York, uh, mainly from London. I, I'm originally from the south of Italy in, uh, in a city called Naples, which is two hours from Africa, two, three hours from Africa. And I grew up there, uh, up until my, uh, when I was like, you know, 17 and a half, I decided to leave by myself. And I went to London and I got a Westminster College and then I got a in uh, NYU and I did uh, the rest of my credits in NYU and I stayed in New York because I thought it was my city, you know, 100%. Uh, even a lot of the people and vibes, so it was for me. Uh, and in fact, I was close to Europe so I could see my family it was even better. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know mm. now it takes you like 12 hours to go back yeah. to Europe. Yeah. Like actually I'm leaving on the 7th in April mm. and it's gonna be 13 hours. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll be ready for that. <laughs> I mean, I travel oh, wow. around the world for work anyway. So yeah. in reality, like, you know, I just got any, I need to adjust it. So yeah. 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 And know. what made you decide to pursue a career as a cinematographer as opposed to like any, any other thing in film? And did you face any challenges when you were starting out? Uh, yeah, in reality, like, uh, what made me, like, be a DP, a cinematographer, is the fact that, you know, I really, I always, see, since I was a child, I was actually skating. I was roller, roller bait skating professionally, and uh, for me, it was actually as if I was also dancing. And having, you know, like, in that time, I always wanted to have a camera to record, you know, what I was observing. And uh, I remember, you know, my dad gave me a camera, so that's when I started to to actually like capture the image as a still photographer. But then, you know, uh, I saw a wonderful movie called uh, The Conformist and I didn't know what it was. And I said to my dad, you know, I really wanted to do what, you know, this person is doing. And I loved, you know, and I loved also like another movie uh, directed by a woman, Lena Westmuller. And um, I decided to be, you know, a cinematographer because of that. I really wanted to capture the, the moment where people, uh, they were like, you know, really uh, kind of, uh, you know, in uh, in the atmosphere as a dream as well. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done a lot of work um, from your website. So you've done commercials and movies. Yeah. Uh, TV. Yeah. How do you approach each project differently? And okay. how do you, like, do you use any techniques to create a unique visual style for you, for the yeah, projects? Yeah, I, the, my, te the technique that I use, it's mostly observing and mostly also, like, collaborating with directors. Uh, and each story has a different style. So I approach in a way, in a different way, to be honest with you. 
in a way where, you know, basically I can see it's the right, you know, approach for that story. But also like, you know, I really think that uh, sometimes I take walk by myself, you know, before and I see uh, kind of like, you know, the location or where the sun goes or where actually like, you know, uh-huh. I could potentially put a light. And that's when I always have like, you know, my plan A, B, C, in case something like, you know, goes wrong. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's more like, you know, my approach is more like to listen to the director a lot and then accumulate all the information and then started to developing like, you know, what I think could be the right style with my, obviously with my, you know, way of like, you know, creating as well. I think uh, as a cinematographer, we also, we painters. So we do have an idea of how the canvas could be and then what we can actually like, you know, really, you know, creating with the brushes, which they become our lights. But also like, you know, it's also important to know uh, with what media you work, with the world, like camera you work and everything. But beyond that, I think all the technical aspects that they come after when you really get to know the story and when you really like, you know, know the emotions uh, of the character, you know, basically of the, of the actors. And that's important to me more than anything else. So I really, I think my technique, it's actually to know the story and to really get to know the emotions behind that and what, you know, the state of mind of a character could actually like, you know, emphasizing on that. Uh, that's what we do also in movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and aside from like those techniques that you use, you, uh, is there anything that you feel uh, helps you stand out and makes your work unique because I saw that you uh, you won a lot of awards in Canada and New York, so yeah. you're an award-winning cinematographer. What do you think sets your work apart from other cinematographers and your style? Yeah, I think it's uh, in my style. I think it's mostly like you know uh, how I work with the light and shadow, and uh, how actually uh, kind of like you know I I study like depth in a way that I also call like, you know, a new style or sometimes like, you know, feel a soft noir, which basically I have like, kind of like, you know, different between light and shadow and how, you know, the, the, the contrast is different. But in the same time, I also use like soft light to create that sometimes. So that's probably my style and also color. Color are basically like the one that I work a lot. And uh, I create contrast with the colors too, because with two different, like, you know, colors, so from two different color palettes, from warm to cold, or maybe like, you know, I combine a kind of like, you know, different color where I can create not only with the light, you know, the, the, the difference between, between light and shadow, but also with the color. So I create the contrast with that too. And maybe that's what, you know, makes me like also uh, different because I always like think about it how I can create it, you know, with the light and shadow, but also how I can create it with colors. Although I have to say, like recently I shot a movie uh, with the, in black and white, uh, four by three. It was very, it was an innovation for me. It was actually, you know, when you leave your comfort zone, which I think we, all of us, we should leave it and we should always take risks. So I think what, you know, makes me unique, it's actually the way I take risks and I have no, like, you know, I'm not afraid of like, you know, basically jump into like a new story or into new style, even though I keep my own, like, you know, style, but I combine it with something like, you know, new, this is what opens mind as well. I think it's yeah. important to be, 
you know, like really exploring all the time. That's probably what makes unique, you know, my style. Yeah. Yeah. I, w I was looking at your portfolio and your website. A lot of uh, the, uh, the stuff that you have there, it looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Um, and you mentioned you just did the black and white film. How was yes. that experience? Kind of yeah, stepping it, outside your box. How was actually, that? Actually, it was very interesting because uh, I did work a lot, you know, with the framing in an expressionist way. Uh, so a lot of low angle, really like an auto high angle as well. But I did like the way I approach, you know, the light and shadow uh, situation. Mm -hmm. Just because I think I made it as a kind of like, you know, as I say to you, I created like a style which I call the soft noir which basically it's a lot of like you know difference between light and shadow but it's soft it's not harsh it's not like you know uh really like you know uh one harsh source which made a little bit different and I, I actually liked it for that purpose in that moment in that kind of story and um I really do uh I I liked it to create, you know, like different, you know, like framing. And also we use a four by three aspect ratio, which instead of being like 16 by nine was actually, it's more like squared. So I really uh, wanted okay. to watch it into like, you know, the perspective of how, you know, the height and like, you know, the lower part of the frame was filled rather than the side more. Yeah. And that was like something that it really like, you know, made me think, oh, wow, this is actually a really different way how to compose it. And uh, yeah, it was interesting, really interesting to explore. I always like to explore new way. Uh, I always like push the director and say, you know, why do we do that? Um, you know, the way I collaborate with directors, it's very like uh, as if, you know, like I, I feed them and I actually give a lot of ideas. And then, you know, I take it from there and I made them like, you know, think about it. And also like, you know, they can decide it by the end. Of course, you know, by, by the end, it's always the last word, and I respect that very much. And I listen a lot, uh, but as I say, I always have eyes in front, on the side, in the back. Even though sometimes I, you know, I rather not to see it, but I see it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, yeah, I really like, you know, wanted to uh, see in a different way, in a different perspective. But I also wanted to basically tell the story and stick with what the story is about i don't want to lose yeah. that because that's the most important thing i also i also wanted to say that you know it's beautiful when we creating a beautiful image visually and aesthetically uh but it's not if it's not about the story yes can be beautiful but there's no motivation behind so it's someone yeah. not really attached so it doesn't make sense so sometimes your ugliest uh picture aesthetically could actually be the best because it really it's for the story. So there is a purpose behind it. And another thing yeah. I wanted to add, which is very important about my work, in terms of lighting, I I stick with the motivation. Example, if there is, a, I give you an example, if there is like, you know, maybe a room and, uh, you know, like basically sometimes, you know, like uh, I have to make it look like there's a window. I yeah. actually create a window, which is okay. But for me, honestly, that doesn't need to be, you know, the window that motivates the light. So in another yeah. aspect, like I know that a lot of cinematographers, they're always motivated because there is, let's say there is a door, there is a window, there is something that they motivate and they put a light behind it. You know, for me, even though I don't see that, 
and it, it's not motivated exactly for but it works for the story and it works uh-huh. very well for the story without giving like an explanation from where the source is coming from i think that's the best because you really have to go with that honestly and with director vision so you support you know what the director has in mind and you know it doesn't matter like you know that in your mind says okay over there there is a window so we need to actually shine the light behind it because we need to like make it look like it's a window for me it's not it's not about that it's about you know if you work for the story and it's motivated for that more or less so that's what i that's what probably i think makes me different in the way of thinking uh-huh. from other dp as cinematographers yeah. as well uh-huh. yeah and how uh how do you pick the projects you want to work on you mentioned like if there's not a good story there's like no motivation because you could be in the most yes. beautiful place but how do you decide uh what projects you want to work on i think first i did the uh, first you know i meet with the director and i see if our personality match and also if we get along in a way of like well we can have something more common we can have probably uh-huh. you know we don't have anything in common that's fine but uh, that's the beauty of that too that you explore uh-huh. the director but uh the most important thing is also to see what you know like you know you like about that specific story if you actually really think you are the right dp for that i i want to point that something out that you know right now what i don't like it it's that you know people and especially like you know the media and everything like you know they always say uh in every aspect in every like situation they say okay this person it's right to do this so they put you in a cluster like example like you know the uh. dp sometimes you know they say oh she's good or he's good to do comedy or he's good to do drama like directors or like thriller yeah. but i don't think so that in i think as a cinematographer we can do everything i think there's not only one aspect of the story that we can actually do it we cannot only do it like thriller we cannot only do it you know like a comedy but i think we can do both and all of that yeah. you know so it should, we should not be labeled for you know like one thing or maybe two things that you can do i think you know as a 360 degree we are able to actually explore and also like directors as well sometimes you know they always say to director oh they good to do this kind of like gender or this kind of like you know movie i don't think so i think every director is born to explore new way and how to tell a story and uh, uh, different stories as well so why not let me more a wide perspective to cinematographer and to director to actually do different story and be not only labeled for one thing or two things you know i think that's the most important thing that we have to uh see in the future yeah isn't that's interesting that that happens to cinematographers as well because it's the same thing for actors like that they is. typecast you and yeah. they just put you in one role and one box and that's how they see you Again. So it's interesting that that also happens to cinematographers. Yes, because you would think that that you wouldn't like. You you can film anything. Yeah, you, know, you can work with any room. Yeah, example I have to say like you know um, recently I heard you know that there are obviously depending on the experience as well. But I heard that you know like I'm very good to light you know the dark skin to light you know uh-huh. people of color. I'm very good about that. But also I'm good to actually like, you know, lighting, Caucasian, you know, uh, skin color. So uh-huh. I, 
uh, of course, you know, like with uh, people of color, I had a lot of experience. So I actually like, you know, I went to the, uh, you know, I went to the West Bank. I shot a movie there. They like, you know, kind of like all uh, skin color. You know, like I shot a lot of like, you know, uh, projects that they, they were with people of colors, which I'm very grateful about it. And I know very well how to like them. Uh, but I also do, of course, like, you know, uh, other lighter colors, you know, like the, every kind of skin colors and the people know that. So I, I just, you know, don't want that you basically, uh, you are like a label in one box. I think we should be able as a cinematographer, we painters, so we should be able to create all kinds of canvas and then decide which style you wanted to really like you know work with with the light with the camera and everything else uh i think that's what the new generation should be open as well you yeah know? yeah it's important but i didn't yeah. know about the actors i knew that they put in a box and i'm very surprised uh -huh. that they still do that in 2023 yeah they, it still happens yeah you're still yeah. you still get typecast i know and it's really like it's not nice because I think he's an actor. The purpose is that you identify different kind of like, you know, characters, right? You yeah. Can to, to what's exactly. the purpose to be an actor then? Because you really I like, know. <laughs> right? Because as an it's, actor. I agree. I yeah, agree. As an actor, you have to like, you know, uh, really interpret every kind of, you know, like uh, characters. So, so that's the beauty of it. And so that's actually great. Uh, also, I noticed that. As women, if we get to a certain level, which is very important, I personally take another, like, you know, woman or another person that needs it with me. When I get, you know, on a certain level, I always think that we need to actually be really united. And I'm not saying yeah, because I, I want to be a pub publicity of myself, you know what? I don't care about that because I really care about what will be next. So what will be the <laughs> next person that actually can know what I know and I pass my knowledge. That's why we we have been doing a lot of workshop, you know, with women, you know, behind the camera. I you know. know, I try to get like you know uh, things done with all women, not only with like kind of one category of women. I try to always like you know open the door uh, to everybody and say you know what, let's if I go higher, let me take it with me, you know, so that you next you can take someone else. So that's yeah. the, the the world that we have to live in now. I know. Do, yeah. Your workshops, do you do them in person or are they virtual? Because I'm like That's always trying idea. to better my my um my own cam I'm I'm not a cinematographer, Knowledge. but yeah, okay. I do like yeah. a lot of videos, so I would like to get better. Yeah. Uh, are the workshops online uh, virtual or they're in person? No, and like what usually, do you teach in the I have to say like usually they're in person. Uh so okay. yeah, they're in person but you open another idea it can be virtual as well so yeah why not i'm open to that and uh, i'm open to collaborate with everybody so we could one day collaborate together with uh we, if we want to do something you know would be yeah good. yeah it would be really great you know i'm very supportive about like new ideas and i'm open and that's what i also bring on set as well like also it's important because as, as a cinematographer we forget that you know, we have uh, tools to make it happen, right? But also when we don't have it, because I shoot in my position, I shoot all kind of level budget wise. So when there is a high budget, I know that I can use that 
that tool and I know I have an access to easily. But it's also true that I'm coming from the very like low budget, you know, filmmaking where I know that there is, a, as I call the survival mode. So I can either like create that tool. So basically like I can call my key grip and then we can come up with a strategy and say, why don't we create that? If I don't have a 360, you know, uh, rotating camera, how I can create that, how I can make it happen. So I think that's really important to be inventive uh, and also to be really creative in every aspect because we are not only technical people, we are creative, you know, so we, we probably, we are the only one of the few departments where we combine creativity with technicality. So I think it's important that you also, we ask ourselves, we challenge ourselves to say, oh, I can make it happen. Yes, I want this kind of rotating shot, but I don't have this kind of money to budget to get that what I want, but how I can make it happen? Maybe I can have an alternative. Maybe I can propose to the director to do that. And you know what? A lot of director wants to be stimulated. They want it to be actually, you know, I know your idea. And it's beautiful because then you create this kind of like journey together. You walk on a journey together and you say, oh, uh, maybe we can do that. I'll buy if we can do that. You know, and most of the time it works it out because both of us, we are open and both of us, we actually wanted to really get the best out of the story and tell a story, not for like just the yeah. purpose of like, you know, showing off, you know, which is important. So, yeah. Yeah. And have you had any great, amazing collaborations? Like I saw that you've worked with a lot of high profile people like yeah. Spike Lee and Eva DuVernay. Like, is there one that... Uh, stood out to you that you had like the most amazing time working with that and I have to individual say, like, or a project yeah there is a project that I really uh, loved that it was actually like you know uh, a great one it was actually like uh, the um, Audio Lacan the black and white movie uh, when David oh, Patrick cool. Kelly and uh, it was amazing to work with David Patrick Kelly as well he was a great actor he was he and uh Judy Foster was great because actually like, you know, I had a great director, Mark Peretz, that uh, we worked together for like a long, long time. He started as a producer and then now he's a director. So it's a great collaboration. The, I think uh, uh, each individual projects, they were actually my favorite. I say that because each individual, pro I can't really point it out one because honestly, each individual project had their own style, their own way of making it and also their own challenging as well and beautiful like experience and i think i had fun with all of them to be honest with you there was no thing that i regret to not that i've done it or nothing that i can say this is the best or this is like the worst because i think all of them they were my favorite and with all kind of aspects so i can't yeah. really like you know say one just because you know in my work there's always a variation and every project yeah. that I approach is different. So that's what they I They all like bring something it. differently. Yeah. And you always learn. So I have to say each day and each moment, I always learn something. I learn something that's from good. actors. I learn something from like PA. I learn something from every person on set. And that's the most important <laughs> thing. Because by the end of the day, I say, oh, wow, I thought I knew that. But then you say, oh, well, that's actually a new way to do it. So why not? And I, yeah, and I think the most important thing is actually to really walk on a journey together with the director, but also to uh -huh. have your crew, your crew and the people that surround you, uh, supporting you 
and uh, having like a great, you know, like atmosphere on set. That's the most important because many times when I was like, you know, I started to be a loader with the film stock and I always observed that on set there was always like a hierarchy in a way of military hierarchy. So the DP was higher, you know, the director was the, I think, you know, when in, on my set, I would love to actually having like something that we are all in the same level, doesn't matter. And it's beautiful because we all collaborating. And I think when I propose that to a director, they always open to that. So that's the most beautiful thing to, yes, to have a journey with them, but to have the crew being part of it, the cast and the crew to be part of it, you know, to actually like yeah. really be one thing so that they all feel it's part of the process. They're not left exactly. out. Exactly. And it creates a more positive environment to work with and yeah. that way people are happier. Yeah. Because you're on set for hours. You don't want to be on set for 10, 12 hours and be with like a exactly. negative attitude and negative people. Yeah. Always like positivity, good vibes is amazing. And you know, when someone say you can do it, it's always the moment when you can show them that you can and you can show him, you can show them like wrong because you know, mostly when they say you can do it, I always do it because you know what, there, nothing is impossible. And this is not because I'm a hero. I'm not a superwoman or something like that. Uh, be, just because for me, there's not only one way to do things. For me, there are multiple ways to do it. And that's the most important thing that maybe as a foreign, I learned that, you know, obviously when I also went to England, my English was not great. So I had to actually learn how to communicate it by gesture, by like eyes, you know, by actually like, you know, just glances. You know, to understand, to survive, you know, but the thing is, what is important, I also learned something very good that there's not only one way to get there, there are many ways. So as a DP, I know that the rule of times is always like, you know, doing A, B, C, because they always like teach you that. But in reality, you can break the rules. And honestly, I always find that going from other ways, it's also useful or thinking out of the box and say, okay, you know what? I know that this is always done, but if I get there, if I get to get the light in that position on another way and it's safe, I can do that. So I make it happen. So that's the most important thing. And this is something that I, I always wanted to say to young generation as well, that there is not only one way to do something. So there is always other ways and you have to like, you know, also you have to embrace uh, the people around you and also let them know you know, that you can do it not only in, in that situation, in that way, you can do actually in other ways. And that's what actually, I think that's what director likes about me because I don't think uh, as a usual DP things, as a usual cinematographer, that it's like, you know, this is the, uh, you know, how by the book, how it's done by the book. Uh, I know that it's done by the book and I know it's done that way, but I can get it there. I can get there. Maybe also as a, being a woman, that's how we used to, right? Because we do like yes. always multiple <laughs> things in multiple time and we get exactly. achievement. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know how it is, but as a foreign also gives you like just one, you know, uh, points more because you're really thinking like, okay, I have to do this and I'll do it. Maybe not in the way that it's an A, but maybe a B, C, D, you know? So that's what I think is important because uh, when a director asks me something, I never say no. 
I always say, you know, like, yes, I see what I can do. And I see that I, I will find a way to make it happen, you know? So that's yeah. important. Yeah. And it's important. I agree. To also, yeah. It's important to also collaborate with producers because believe it or not, as a, as a cinematographer, the producer is a, for me, it's someone that work together, not against it. And I know that a lot mm-hmm. of cinematographers, they wanted their lens, they wanted their light. But there is way to actually get with the producer and say, if we don't, if we cannot get the light, I have this alternative. Let's get this. Or if we cannot get the light, the entire filming, maybe we can get uh-huh. three days. Maybe we can do the schedule differently. So you're trying to accommodate and you're trying to actually make the producer a friend of yours because the producer is your friend. You know, the, we all want the same thing. We all want a great project. Yeah. You know exactly. You all yeah. have a common goal to create a great movie, exactly, or and commercial. Yeah, the same thing is the showrunner when you're shooting TV. You know, the showrunner is the person where makes uh, you know with him you create something, you make it happen, and you work with them, and you actually say, okay, you know what, let's get this going in the way that we both thinking about it, and uh, usually it's like you know they. They're the writer, they're the, the creators of the TV show. So you you have to have respect for these people because honestly, this is what all started and this is the reason why you're there. You know, you're there because of the director, you're there because of the showrunner, you're there for like, you know, the producers. They actually want you to be there and uh, it's good to work together, you know, like uh, as a team, not as uh-huh. anything else. So they, we all want the same thing. We all want to to have the project to be a great project with a great yeah. people. So, and now I, I think also as a cinematographer, I always tell people, other DP, especially young DP, take a course in acting because um, I love actors. Personally, I love them, really. I love lighting them. I love to actually interact with them. I, I always become great friend with them. Uh, and not just because I like them and I'm very close to them. It's because I'm interested about how they develop, you know, their, their characters, how they develop their state of mind. It's interesting because you can learn as a cinematographer. I learned a lot from actors so much because I know basically uh, the reason why, you know, I like in a certain way is because I know how they feel comfortable that I make them feel comfortable in every situation. Even if they have like a difficult scene, you know, maybe like an intimate scene, I make them to be really comfortable because I think, uh, first of all, I see the human aspect, you know, they dare, they expose themselves in front of a camera. It's not easy. Okay. You know, they expose everything that they have emotional, like, you know, in front of the camera. So I wanted to show that I wanted to capture that, but I also don't want to be invading. I wanted to be like someone that understand them. And that's the most important thing, honestly. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, as a cinematographer, you really need to express your images, your visual, and uh, uh-huh. you know, like in a kind of an emotional way. So you really express your know, the emotion of a state of mind of the characters. Yeah, and that's like an actor. So uh-huh. I agree. And you mentioned earlier you work with UTA. I excuse I'm my ignorance. Then. I. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that cinematographers also uh, get representation. Yes. Um, how? Because yes. I know, like for actors, I started as an actor, so like there's showcases you can submit your work. Uh, other ways to get an agent, but how does a cinematographer get an agent? 
A cinematographer gets an agent when they uh, piled up, you know, all the experience. So they have like, you know, done a, a certain like, you know, work. And uh, and then the, uh, the the agent basically calls you. So it's the agent coming to you. Uh, if you go to the agent, sometimes you can be lucky, but most of the time uh, it's not the right way to approach them. So you really want them to approach you rather than actually, you know, approaching them. Or maybe, you know, they see like, you know, your work and they actually like, you know, say, I want to talk about it. Or maybe like, you know, you have some, or maybe also like through, through a director, maybe a director can recommend you through like, you know, an agency that is rep too. Maybe he also rep directors, they're very famous. Uh, CAA does the same. So there is a lot of agency where, you know, they rep both and maybe director can actually like, you know, make an introduction. But after the introduction, it's all about, you know, if they're interested to rep you, if, if they feel like, you know, that you, you can be the right clients for them. Uh-huh. So, okay. and it's important, you know, it's a good relationship. You know, your agent really get to know you. You know, you, yeah. you should go out of lunch with your agent and, you know, get to know each other because it becomes like, you know, the person that you really want to be with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know I, I've had you longer than 30 minutes. Okay, good. No problem. Uh, um, I've been doing this, uh, rapid fire questions with everyone that I've yes. interviewed just yeah. to get to know everyone better. Yeah. Uh, will you be willing to do it? It's two minutes. No problem. The number of questions to beat is 18. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Good. And all, all the questions are about you. So oh, you yeah. can't get any, anything okay. wrong. Okay. No problem. Okay. Even though we get all it right. wrong, you know, we are you ones. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Go All ahead. right, so I'm gonna start the clock. Yeah, go ahead. Favorite TV show? Favorite TV show? I think it's called Dan. T H E M on Amazon. Favorite Prime. movie? Favorite okay. movie: The Conformist. How many states have you been to? Uh, all of it. Fifty? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, how many countries have you been to? I think like uh, probably like uh, like fifty something like that. Fifty, yeah. Uh, what's the name of the first movie you ever saw in theaters? Uh, Pomegranates and Mir by Nazan Aslan. Longest flight flight you've ever taken? I think uh, was uh, in Asia, so in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite family tradition, past or present? Uh, family tradition, uh, well, there is a lot of like, you know, maybe making like, uh, food, you know, in Italy, uh, yeah. and, uh, and then what was the second one? So, uh, past or present, just favorite ah, past, present. family making, tradition. Yeah, just cooking with the family. Uh, the longest distance you've ever walked or ran? I take, uh, the longest distance I walked, uh, like in kilometers or <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe one kilometers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Best trip you've ever taken? Uh, the best trip was in the Middle East. Ah, and the yeah. worst trip you've ever taken? Worst trip? Uh, I didn't really had a really worst trip. Maybe Malta. Okay. Malta. Yeah. Uh, the best place you've ever lived in? Best place to ever lived is, uh, Oh, USA and the, and the sc- scariest movie you've ever seen 
I like the uh, the scariest movies. I think ah uh, ah the Carrie. I think that was scary. Carrie. Oh yeah, yeah that was that scary. scary. I I watched that when I was younger. Yeah, it, yeah me too. Scare me. Yeah. You got twelve. Huh? You got 12 ah, questions. 12. Okay. You answered 12. Okay. <laughs> well, I get there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Johanny, what, uh, what's your next? What are you doing next? Uh, I'm I, I'm still interviewing a few more people. And then I'm I'm a writer as well. I've been writing oh, nice. uh, a film, a script, a okay. feature film that I have to do some rewrites. Nice. So, that's what I'm working creatively now, uh, rewriting my script. Mm -hmm. Is there any advice you have for anyone before I let you go yes. for anyone who wants to jump into cinematography or has interest in pursuing yeah, a career in cinematography? I think it's important that they find a nice uh, uh, mentor. Uh, I think it's a very as 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 a young cinematographer, I never had a mentor. I wanted to have someone, so I always like you know I learn by myself on set, mostly. But uh, I think that the good way to actually find like, you know, a mentor where they can shadow and they can learn uh, from them. And also I think the, another great way it's actually to do, to really like, you know, do experience in other, you know, like uh, area mm -hmm. such as like maybe they can start it to be looters so they can like, you know, step up as a first AC or maybe lighting in the gaffers and then slowly understand you know, to be a cinematographer. The, the most important thing is that, you know, they got to understand that right now with the most sophisticated camera, it's easy to learn how to use a camera and press the button, but it's not that easy to understand how to translate a story. So in a few words, it's easy to make a beautiful image and, you know, to light a beautiful, but it's not that easy to actually like, you know, really uh, express the story and convey the story in a way cinematographer can do it. So to tell a story. And I think that's what uh, they should probably master on because everybody can make a beautiful image, but in reality behind that, what it really means uh, to actually see the aesthetic of the image. And then if you don't tell a story, what's the point? At that point, exactly. I, would, I would totally like the best advice I can give to them is to learn the craft, not to jump right away in the craft, but actually to learn them slowly and to be patient and really like yeah. to see, you know, how they can really like, you know, tell a story through the tools that they have. That's what I can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Valentina, thank you so no, much for your you. time. Keep in touch, okay? And